Time for the morning brief, where we bring in one of our pundits for their perspective on the day's big stories. Preet Banerjee joins us now, personal finance commentator. Good morning, Preet. Good morning, sir. All right, so the RCMP has confirmed they're probing the Greenbelt land swap. Doesn't mean they're going to find anything, but it's just the latest bad news for a government that probably wants to turn the page. Uh, yeah, and when I looked at the RCMP's website, when it talks specifically about the unit assigned to this um, matter, it describes them as looking at high-risk matters that cause significant threats to Canada's political, economic, and social integrity of its in institutions across Canada and internationally. Wow. Sounds that pretty heavy. business card? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, doubt it would fit. You need the, the other side for sure. But the thing that I think... Uh, I think this was going to happen, and it was on, in the cards for a while. However, now I feel like the government is going to use this as a, this is our excuse not to answer any questions, because they've said uh, in a statement, out of respect for the police and their process, we're not going to be commenting further at this time. I don't know if you can get off that easily. Uh, I think, you know, you still need to be held to account. There's a lot of questions that can be asked and answered outside of this investigation, I think. So I hope that, you know, people are holding them to account even though this investigation has been referred to the RCMP. Yeah, I don't know. I think they'll find a lot of circumstantial evidence, but I don't think anybody's dumb enough to have left a digital or paper trail. I have to think if there was a tip-off, and I sometimes question if there was, it would have been like sitting across the table from somebody and winking. Yeah, I do have some faith in the stupidity of some people to not cover their tracks in this day and age. So I, I don't know. You'd be surprised what is out there. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> city Council meets today, and it's only based on my conversations with a few city councillors. But there is some suspicion that while it's not going to amount to, like, you know, the declaration of an inquiry or sanctioning, that some people are going to try and make a stink over the integrity commissioner's report on John Tory. And I guess we can easily be accused of... And most people can who are in media of being a little too cozy with Tory because he's been a good friend to most of us. He used to be our afternoon host. So I'll let you weigh in on this as to whether <laughs> anybody should bother standing up on their hind legs and making a speech today or just keep moving. Well, I will declare my own bias as well, because, you know, as a human being, over the few times that I've spoken with him in a more social setting, he's just one of the nicest guys you've ever met. And so I am biased, too. So I'll declare that. But I think for the people who are trying to stand up and potentially making you stink about it, I think it's more about them getting their name out there as opposed to accomplishing anything. Because in the end, you know, while there could be some kind of suspension of pay, uh, that would be applicable for someone still sitting on council, is already resigned. Same thing for a reprimand. What, what's the point of a reprimand when you've already stepped down? Reprimands are generally for things for, you know, you're still in that position or whatever. And I get, I'm guessing that the embarrassment and pain for him, and I'm speculating the pain and strain on those around him, is far worse than anything that council could do at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, some purists uh, are, are indicating that they feel this is a workplace safety issue and it's all about a woman's place in the workplace. But at the same time, uh, the guy doesn't work for you anymore and neither actually does the presumed uh, victim, if you want to call her a victim. She doesn't. Yeah, so I don't see what will happen further um, other than just the opportunity to stand up and make a stink to 
for the purpose of just making a stink, which I don't know if is a productive use of council's time at this point. Yeah. We'll know shortly because I'm pretty sure if I understand the way council works, it'll be very early because petitions and papers and receiving of documents is the kind of thing you do formally before you launch into legislation. Um, let's move on to Canada sending one or more military planes to get Canadians out of Israel. It's something other countries are doing. It's something we've done before. I think people will remember just how comprehensive the airlift was when war broke out again in Lebanon. So I don't know if there's actually anything to be said of it. No, I think the only questions that, you know, the government's facing right now is why is our response seemingly a little slower than some of the other countries? Um, and I can only sort of sympathize, you know, if I had loved ones over there right now, I would be beside myself, really, knowing that there are other people getting out of there first, still dangerous, very, very dangerous there. Seeing other country citizens getting out on emergency flights while I'm waiting for you know, the loved ones to come home would be very, very stressful. So I definitely sympathize. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's anything more to say about it at this point. Meanwhile, everybody keeps getting into trouble over statements or lack of statements. I have to look it up, Preet, and, and I'll do it while you're offering your commentary on this first aspect of the story, which is an Ontario NDP MPP who has so far not retracted her statement um, but somebody seems to have coined a new phrase to describe that when you do publish a very favorable statement and you praise Israel and say I stand with Israel but it's not fulsome enough but in the case of this NDP MPP it's not like people didn't know what they were getting into um, Sarah Jama was already on record with some of her views on Palestine when she was elected in Andrea Horvath's old riding her statement was, I call for an immediate ceasefire and de-escalation. Okay. We must look to the solution to this endless cycle of death and destruction. Okay. End all occupation of Palestine, Palestinian land, and end apartheid. Okay, there's the trouble. Yeah, you know, I read the statement. Um, I think I read the full statement, and it's hard not to see it as an apologist perspective, and it's just... Right now, and you know, I understand that they've held these beliefs for a long time, but to put out a statement like that is more inflammatory. And given that there's so many people from her own party have said, what are you doing? And you've now had time to rethink it and you still haven't retracted it. Uh, pretty abhorrent, really. And you don't no longer have that excuse of you know, just acting with a knee-jerk response. You've now received the criticism and you've chosen to ignore that still, that's going to be problematic for them. Okay, and I found the phrase, the phrase used to describe, mostly this is on Twitter or X or whatever we're going to call it now, uh, inappropriately ambivalent. So if you're not full-throated <laughs> enough, then you're still in the wrong. Yeah, and I would say that this statement is probably goes beyond that as well. Uh, I, again, from what I read, it, it sounds a bit inflammatory, uh, going the wrong direction, and uh, I guess they've taken a stance and they're going to stand behind that for a while. So I don't think this turns out well in the end. I mean, for anyone, but especially for her. And uh, hopefully we've got time for both of these stories. Two people in trouble for their political statements. One of them is a captain for Air Canada who, while wearing his Air Canada uniform, decorated himself in the Palestinian colors. And I don't know how you think that's going to literally fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on a flight from Toronto to London yesterday, and they made an announcement about connecting flights to Tel Aviv, suggesting, you know, they've all been cancelled. Uh, and I think a lot of people had 
prior plans to to head there, but a lot of things have changed in the last little while, um, and you can't plead ignorance. And I think the the posts that apparently this pilot made on social media, I saw just a few snippets, extremely hateful. I can't imagine he'll be returning to the skies for Air Canada after their investigation, which I imagine is going to be pretty short. Yeah, I mean, even out of uniform, it was a bad idea. But in uniform, you got to be crazy. Uh, meanwhile, there is a counselor in a small town in PEI who has a sign on his, I guess is uh, it's a farm, but on his property that says, Truth, Mass Grave Hoax. And reconciliation redeems Sir John A's integrity. And so people are asking him to resign. Yeah, and I don't know if, you know, some people would vote for this guy again now that he's made these views uh, extremely public. But I'm a little afraid to find out, given out given how much you know misinformation disinformation there is out there and how it seeps into people's minds over time i think there might be some people who support what he's saying which is the scary part but i don't know if council has any means to sort of remove this guy because the suspension with pay would actually infuriate me even more yeah well it's a 300 person village so i can't imagine he gets yeah. more than free ice cream every two weeks but sure, fair thanks enough. thanks Breed. All right. Thanks, John. Preet Banerjee, if you like what Preet says, and obviously when he posts on his website, he's writing about personal finance. It's called Money Gaps.